Yeah, oh. it seems okay to me. Okay. Seems okay to you, Eric? It seems fine to me. Seem- I asked if it seems okay. Seems perfectly okay. Seems mm, incredible. Perfect. I just need you to say it seems okay. It seems okay, Pierce. Thank you. God, I can rest. <laughs> oh, my OCD is satisfied. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Podcast versus Podcast. I'm Piers Ray. Sitting across from me in the booth is Eric Yovanovich. That's correct. I am sitting across from you. My perma- in the booth. In the same booth. Thank you for reiterating. He's my permanent co-host. He's my buddy. <laughs> and then over between the two of us, sandwiched tightly, we have our special guest, Jesse Boros. Hello. Hey, Jesse. Isn't it Boros? Probably technically, but isn't it Yovanovich? Yovanovich. Yovanovich. Yeah. But yeah, we should we should change it. We should we should trade like for today. I'll be Yovanovic and you'll be Boros. Oh, I thought you meant you wanted to be Eric Boros and you wanted to be <laughs> Jesse Yovanovich, which yeah. is not a bad name. <laughs> I was uh, suggesting Yvonovich. to Fran that we um, that we get married and uh, instead well, of taking well, each other's well. names, we just like we would take each other's name. Yeah, like I would be Eric. Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna have to beep that out. I don't want her last name out there. But she would be uh, Fran Yovanovich. Right. And she's very against the idea. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Well, I think it would be a good, like, you know. A compromise where nobody's happy? <laughs> well, I I think I'd be happy. I mean, I'd be happy. It's a good last name. All right, fair enough. Look, okay. why, uh, why switch it all, though? Well, because, you know, what's the difference if we don't change names? Then it's just like, okay, two people are living in the same house. Right. Now, the next day, these two people are still living in the same house. You are, same you names are, as before. You are so big on this philosophy of, like... Like, Eric's whole philosophy of marriage is, like... You just wake up in the same house and you're still living with that same person. Yeah. I mean, that is uh, exactly what marriage has been in my experience. Yeah. <laughs> Haley did change her last name. Right. But mostly because her last name before was not very interesting. And she thought mine was better. <laughs> Haley Bland. <laughs> Well, her, her last name, and, like, she was existing online already with this name, so I don't feel too bad about saying it, was Smith. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I tried, best I tried briefly to convince her to do the thing where we, like, mash the names together, so it would be, like, Boros Smith. Oh! <laughs> that's cool. But, uh, no. It no good? She didn't go for it. <laughs> it also, like, probably would have, like, really pissed off my family. <laughs> Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Me and Fran could be Yvonne of That would be oh, a great name. You're going to have to censor it again. <laughs> I think it's worth it for to have to censor it once later, twice later, to, to for us to hear it together now. Yeah, the joke really works when part of it's just bleeped. I like it. <laughs> People at home are going to be listening like, what could Fran's last name possibly be? Like, is, is, it a, is it a cuss? Is her last name a cuss? It kind of is, actually. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Mm. Yes. Cool, man. Look, I'm just going to quickly, as as much as I want to keep saying Francesca's last name, the lovely friend's last name. Love it. Love it. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> Look, I just got to get through the concept of the show. For first time people who just stumbled on this, you know, they got a podcaster set to shuffle. They want to know what's happening. Guys, this is Podcast versus Podcast. What we do here is we come in, Eric, me, his his loyal 
co-host slash friend and our special guest today that's jesse we come in we pitch podcast ideas because we really want to have a podcast of our own at the end of the episode we're all going to vote on the ideas we present here today if we can come to a unanimous consensus we're going to abandon podcast versus podcast and we're going to go out we're going to have found the perfect podcast and we're getting closer every day Mm. we i i don't know i feel like we're getting further away from the perfect idea yeah i feel like the perfect idea was pick the fake fic and we just keep getting further and further away from it. Pick the Fig Fic was a fun game, but it is not a great podcast. I, I don't know. That's I why think it, it lost a... like 50 times. It's only 40 times. You know, we should play Pick the Fig Fic on Extra Life next year. Okay. Yeah. I think that would actually idea. be pretty entertaining. <laughs> Uh, we next next life for extra life we'll do next life for extra life next year for extra life we'll do pick the fake fic we'll do find the faux fic yeah we'll do pick when the fic gets fake right and I don't think I had any other fanfic related show uh, games I'm sure we can come up with some more <laughs> some more that just do more wordplay around the word fic um yeah yeah. Oh man, I should. I'm gonna bring back uh, pick when the fic gets fake again. I think that's a good one. Yeah, those are those are great games, man. But let's and be honest, wonderful podcasts. If they were perfect podcasts, yeah, they would have won. That's true. I mean, that is that is true. They but I feel like won. I just feel like we're getting further away. Okay. Well, I don't think we are. Listen, listen. There's no special theme today. If you tuned in last week, it was our poop and or shit episode, and today is just a normal, just a normal day. A couple, three bros. The theme of the episode is pods. podcasts. <laughs> Oh, thank God you outlined that. Okay, great. Who wants to Who wants to open up the... I, I think I can open up this one. Yeah, you got yeah, something? Yeah, I got an idea. So, um, kind of talking about, like, what life is like before getting married and, like, talking about how we're all kind of bros just hanging out. Yeah. I was thinking about, like, kind of that, that, that experience when you're, you know, you're kind of just setting out on your own for the first time and you have roommates. Yes. And I was like, okay, well, how do I make talking about roommates interesting? Because everybody knows that roommates suck. Even when you're great friends, a lot of the time, it's terrible. Yes. Um... So I was sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, aha, I know how to make it, make it entertaining. Try and find the worst roommates possible. And how do we do that? We select a villain from our favorite piece of media and surmise what being their roommate would be like. <laughs> Some ground rules. They will not murder us. They will, okay. as per the roommate agreement, and they will not, like, actively try and hurt us. So it will be careless behavior, which is usually the worst behavior from a roommate anyway. Got it. Yeah. It does not have to it doesn't have to be a traditional villain. It can just be a char- like any character. Yeah. Right? You could pick Joey from Friends. Yeah. <sighs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. And we already know what being a roommate with Joey would be like. Yeah. He has a roommate the entire How do we know that? Because he has a roommate the entire series, Eric. I've never seen the show, sorry. You've never seen Friends. I've seen not jo- one episode. I've You're seen, not missing out. I've seen I mean, Joey I agree, the but... spin off. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've watched Joey six, seven times to completion. Um, I do you think there was more than one episode of Joey? Yeah, there was a, a whole season. There's right? a whole season. I thought they might have actually gotten a second season. I think out there of was it. like a season and a half. I feel like they canceled it like halfway through the second season, which is a shame. I like Matt LeBlanc. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, sure. Just yeah, that I show like, wasn't good. No, <laughs> like well, we don't need to know. Joey's the least interesting character on Friends. Yeah, actually, that is not true. Ross is the least interesting person on Friends. I feel like, in some ways, Ross is maligned because I feel like he has one of the most interesting jobs. He does. He has. He's a waste. He's a missed opportunity because he has like the most drama. I yeah. feel like in his personal life. Yeah, isn't he just like a big whiny baby? Exactly. The whole, se- the whole series. Yeah, that's you know why what? he's the worst character. That would be the roommate I would put for Eric. I would like to see Eric live with with, with Ross, Ross from Friends. Yeah. 
Hmm. I, I feel like Ross would be a good, an entertaining character in like a workplace comedy. Yeah. Like in that workplace. Totally. But yeah. Like no. he's the Dwight. I think, I don't think he has Dwight's confidence. No, he does not. <laughs> he's but more like a, he'd be like Jim without Jim's charm. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He right. is. Yeah, he is like that. Yeah. Why don't I get the girl? Uh. So uh, what about like, uh, so if we're saying like a werewolf, right? The okay. rules are the werewolf isn't going to like bite us, turn us into a werewolf. It's not going to like eat us. Not eat us, but once a month, that whole place is going to get trashed. Yep. And he'll Absolutely. probably bring home like a body. Yeah. At least parts of it. But if, if our roommate was the Tasmanian devil, it would be like 30 times a month that the whole place gets trashed. More like 30 times a day. That guy spins for everything. Yeah. Spins yes. in the shower. But here's the key part of the game. This is like, it's fun, but like, basically yeah. what we would do is we start off, we pick a villain, okay. or maybe we pick like a genre that we all each pick a villain from. Okay. Yeah, help me work, workshop. Yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So like, would it be better to be like this, this week we're talking about if our roommate was the Riddler or would it be right. better to go like this week we're going to talk, like we're each going to pick a Batman villain and talk about. Yeah. I think, I think sense. categories is always better with things like this yeah. because it's so easy to run out of material to talk about on a podcast. Like, especially if you're talking about like one character. Like, yeah. okay, we're talking about the Riddler, yeah. right? Okay, we all have a pretty good idea what the worst things would be. Is he's going to like use up a lot of space constructing like a giant sand glass <laughs> yeah. to trap Batman and Robin in. Yeah. A or, sand glass? Have you never seen that one? Is that not, we, we do not call that an hourglass? You're absolutely correct. But I guess it would take far, far more than an hour for the sand to go by. Yes. So maybe sand glass is the best. Let's call it, um, yeah, okay, sand glass. Sand glass. Sand yeah. glass. Although really all glass is sand glass. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. Great. Well, yeah. I guess there, there's probably glass made of materials that aren't sand, but that's not important right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't have time for that. <laughs> right? But like, okay, so we know like he's going to do that. You know that anytime you he needs something from you, yeah. he's going to be like, riddle me this. Who used my saucepan? Yeah. And you're like, that's not, just ask me the question. Yeah. Hmm. So I feel like, inter- like, interestingly, with a... A character like the Riddler, yeah. there are, however, many versions of him. True. So we could each assign ourselves one. So we can get, like, say you get the Adam West version Riddler, and right. Eric gets the Arkham Asylum or Arkham City Riddler, yeah, and right. I get, I don't know, the 90s cartoon Riddler? No, I get Jim Carrey's Riddler, because he's Ooh. more obnoxious. I, I cannot oh believe God. that nobody said that you, that you the Jim Carrey Riddler was the... the... I, I try not to think <laughs> about the movie too much. <laughs> I haven't watched that one in a while. I remember I really enjoyed it as a child. Me oh, yeah. too. So yeah. did I. I yeah. just, like, I find the discourse around it really frustrating. Like, around Jim Carrey's character? No, in... around those bad, the Joel Shoemaker bad oh. in general, because there's a lot of hate for them that I don't think is really deserved. I agree, because I think they're supposed to be more like the 60s Batman movies. Yeah. They're supposed well, to be like campy, over the top, filled with like weird little throwaway yeah. jokes. And for kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is what Batman really is for. Yeah. Kids, teens. Have you uh, watched the the 60s movie of Batman? Yeah. Not in a long, long time. It's and I think I was drunk. so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, re- it's really good. Like, I bet. That's that's what I hear, like, regularly about that movie, is that it is hilarious. Like, the the, the, the sequence of him running through through Gotham, like, with a bomb oh, yeah. over his head. Trying to figure out where to put it. Like, it really is, like, very funny. Like, it holds up very well today. I love uh, the original, like the original Batman show. It's I got, should go back and watch it. I follow a great Twitter account, um, which is called I think it's Batman Signs, and all it is is uh, 
like photos of the different labeling that they put on things in the original <laughs> series, which is great because anytime they have like especially like a doomsday device yeah right it always has like a labor like like a lever and it's like super fast kind of fast not so fast okay (laughs) so i i don't think that's the uh it's like today we're talking about the riddler who would be the worst riddler roommate would be good i i do think that what you said like who who would be the worst batman villain yeah to have as a roommate because then we can cross compare we can talk about we can still talk about like the different versions yeah but i feel like then there's like a bigger conversation to be had mm-hmm. uh which could film which could fill more time yeah so i feel like what we do with this yeah. also to like keep you know multiple episode potentiality because if we just do batman universe once and we do like say penguin riddler catwoman yeah like well there's still a bunch of villains we're not using so i feel like every t- what we should do come in have a bull have a hat put the names of a bunch of the major characters pull them out keep the other ones for next time and oh, so we can cool. actually like do multiple villains. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Because like, I feel like, you know, the Joker is probably going to be the worst roommate of all of them. Probably. Oh. Honestly, I think maybe here's, here's maybe the thing. Face. Here's Clay the face. here's the hot take. Um, okay. If they they've decided like as per roommate rules, they're not going to hurt us or kill us. Yeah. The Riddler would be the worst one because what? what makes him bad as a batman villain right like he has these like silly little riddles and and annoying little games yeah and you know what makes joker bad is like he has his like little jokes and games but also he kills you right like that's one of the things of, of joker like he will right. kill you he's a straight up homicidal maniac and like two-face like he's gonna you know he's gonna kill you well like, there's a 50 50 chance he'll kill you <laughs> there's a 50 50 chance he'll kill you um but I, riddler and two-face both have arcs where they take over for Batman. Like they both are people like they're both people who have good parts of their personality and are like have arcs where they work to control their 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 shit and yeah. like help Batman and stuff like that. Like they they have been proven to be like normal good people. Yeah, Not there normal. Was, there's a good. big stretch for the Riddler where he was a private detective and he was one of the only people who figured out who Batman was. Yeah. Because he would just started like focusing on solving problems instead of making them yeah he's a Um, smart he's a smart guy with like who puts all of his energy into the wrong things but i feel like and i haven't read any stories where riddler is good and i actually haven't read batman uh i haven't read more than like 10 batman issues ever that's right so i don't know but there's a lot of bad ones (laughs) yeah yeah i've uh, i've only read the one where where joker kills robin and he makes jokes about reagan reaganomics uh what? in in the yeah. I have never read this one. What? It's like Which Robin does he kill? He, he can't kills... Jason Todd. No, no, that's Joker oh, kills. Oh Joker. Yeah. Oh you said Riddler. Yeah. Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. That's the one I, I meant. The Joker yeah. uh yeah. But I feel like the Riddler, even when he's a good guy, is just as annoying as when he's a bad guy. Right. Like if we're talking about like the most annoying roommates, obviously like if we're talking about like Killer Croc is gonna break the door every time he enters the room or something, right? Or like Bane is gonna like sit down on your chair and, and destroy it. Yeah. But if we're talking about the most annoying roommates, nobody tops the Riddler. Like I, I think no. I would argue Two Face. Two Face. He's got to flip a coin to make every decision. Okay. Ever. Yeah. And like having a roommate who sometimes just on a whim decides to be specifically unhelpful is i think more irritating than just kind of a general 
irritating one. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, sometimes he helps you and sometimes times are good, but sometimes times are bad because he flips the coin and now he's never going to take out the garbage again. God damn it. <laughs> you know what you could do, though? With I think, and we, we haven't talked about this, but there are, we could talk about possibly ways to work with those people. That's true. Like with Two-Face, we could do the Ar- serious house on serious earth thing oh. and be like, we've set up a chore wheel. <laughs> So he still has to like a random element of making decisions. Yeah. But it's not like rather than being like, could you do the dishes? And he flips a coin. And he's like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you could be like, you have to do something. You get to decide. And it's still random with this chore wheel. Yeah. And like or give him cards or whatever. Yeah. Now, I've thought of a better way to do that. You make you construct two blocks of chores. OK. And label them heads or tails and have him flip. And that's his now. Oh. Now is his block of chores. Yeah. Um, just because, like, you mentioned Bane and breaking a chair, and I would like to argue that Bane would be the best Batman villain roommate. Really? Bane is super intelligent, which yeah. is the thing that often gets ignored in, like, some of the cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. He's super con- intelligent, actually pretty polite yes. most, when, most of the time. And, like... I think he just has a British accent. He doesn't. He's Mexican. I think he just has a Mexican accent. Wait, what? what you, when you yeah, say... Bane in the comics is was born in, I believe it's a Mexican jail. Yeah, he's not, that's in the movies too, but Tom Hardy did not try to do no, an accent. No, I'm talking about like, I'm not talking about... You're not talking about movie Bane. You're talking about real yeah. character. Yeah, I'm not talking about Bane, Bane who has, in fact, been on this podcast before. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm talking about fictional. I'm talking about comics comic Bane, who is like a super intelligent strategist, which is also good because he would probably do his best not to lead the Batman to our apartment, which, no thank you. That That's would be bad. a yeah, that'd super be bad. good point, because he'd be <laughs> yeah. busting in through the window all the time. Yeah. And this is Where are we? We would get interrogated. This yeah. is why the Riddler would be the worst, because he would send the Batman a message telling him where our apartment is, just hidden within a riddle. Yeah. And Batman would be like, well, I didn't know that this apartment was here, but the Riddler sent me a message, and it's in the riddle. Here's what I want to avoid with a Batman with a Batman villain roommate is speeches. And I feel like Bane, I would come in from a long day and he'd be sitting like in the living room and he would just see me come in and be, like go into a screed, yeah. you know, about global politics or but, something. I'm but, like, just give me a break. See, here's the thing. That is the that is the kind of movie Bane thing. It's not re- like movie Bane does not resemble that closely regular Bane. <laughs> really? I feel like I've only like for as far as Bane storylines go, yeah. I pro- probably only really read like Nightfall. Yeah. Right? Um and he gives a lot of speeches. Does he? And... I haven't read Nightfall. I've seen the my my biggest kind of like a more comic booky version of him is Young Justice and then like seeing him inside things somewhere. Right. And like he's he's also one of those villains that's inconsistently used like true most Batman villains. <laughs> the Batman and Robin Bane is bizarre. Yeah. You know the one I'm talking about where oh, it's yeah. like just like pumped full and then he doesn't, he doesn't have like words all. right he's yeah. just like he's like a tumor with muscles yeah. <laughs> um, crazy but like i i like some of the ideas we're throwing around here i think that yeah. the show is good footing but like the show you know, has legs yeah this this show isn't just about talking about my show no so uh peers eric would one of you like to present yours next absolutely and this is something i've been thinking about for a while and i'm kind of glad you brought it up um i got a lot of nemeses on this show hmm. Like, just in this world. You have quite a few, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre, actually, because I don't feel like I've done a lot to deserve it. Uh, it like, when I think about you and me, Eric, I, mm. like, I'm kind of like the hero of our friendship. <laughs> and and I'm, the, I'm your nemesis? No, no, you're like a villain. You're, you're not my nemesis. I'm just one of the other. I'm just like the vulture. I, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not Doc Ock. <laughs> no, no, you'd, you'd be Doc Ock if you were a Spider-Man villain. I'm just saying, like, what if Peter Parker and Doc Ock were just pals hanging around? 
I mean, I'm just Doc, saying. Doc Ock did possess Peter Parker for a large period of time. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. So are, are you saying that I'm not an antagonist? I'm just like no. I'm an saying obstacle. sorry. I'm saying you are an antagonist. You have an antagonistic energy on the show, yeah. and I feel like I have a like like you. For example, Eric, practice blood magic. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, where do you get your blood again? Well, we don't have to talk about that. Okay, there right. might be something wrong about that. See, yeah. this is what I'm talking about when I say you have villain energy. Right. And you have a protagonistic energy. I have all these crystal gems. I use them to heal people, mostly. Occasionally to kill, but mostly to heal. You know, uh, I feel like if we're doing comic book comparisons between you two, yeah. one of you is Spider-Man and one of you is Wolverine. You're not necessarily, neither of you are necessarily evil, but you do not get along because your methods are very different. Okay, well, I'm definitely... Uh, Wolverine would he would be Wolverine because Wolverine murders people. A that's lot. true, but but he feels badly about it. I mm. I feel like it's I don't <laughs> not that badly. He loves he loves it. Yeah, he enjoys it, but he's also like I got to take myself out but, of society. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go live in the woods like an animal that I am. I got to go live in Japan for a while. Oh, that didn't work out. <laughs> Coming back. But my point is, what well, you don't get any goddamn nemeses. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think you have a single nemesis on this show. Would you? No. No, Pewter's my best friend in the whole world. Yeah, I, I created him to be my yeah. best friend. That didn't turn out friend. so well. Uh, yeah. Didn't you create him to be your son? Well, same thing. Yeah, isn't the only nemesis you get you have would be the one you share who is the, like, head of security or something like oh, that? Oh, Carrie Donaldson. This head librarian, Carrie Donaldson. She is yeah. a terrifying terrifying persona the leader of the secret police who's yeah. now i believe she's a leader of the secret secret police who's a secret even from us i don't i wish i could tell you <laughs> the problem is it's a secret that's the yeah, you got the it and hey you didn't hear about it from me anyways i feel like i'm getting <laughs> off topic the point is i got too many nemeses yeah i'm sad i clearly you're not going to take any of them off my hands every time i leave Every time I leave for like a, one <laughs> episode, a I nemesis? come back and someone is like, like I'll listen to the episode from wherever I am. Afterlife, Parallel Dimension, Haunted House, wherever <laughs> I am. Bottom of a well. Bottom of a well, wherever I am that week. And it's always the same thing. It's like someone's comes in and they're like, I'm here. I'm replacing Piers permanently. <laughs> they, they He's gone forever. Replace you permanently is a and thing. Then, yeah. It's very frustrating. And I need to get rid of some of these people. I've tried killing Jeremy the Witch Boy. No luck. He's far too powerful. Tristan... Well, Tristan I mean, is just a just a just a college kid. He's just a huckster. <laughs> he's just trouble. But I was thinking of someone I could get rid of, and I think we would all be on board for it. It's called Bane's. The show's called Bane's Bane. <laughs> Bane's okay. Bane. Bane's Bane. And uh, I'm just. I mean, we'd start by getting rid of Bane, and really, after we've gotten rid of him, then it's. Uh, we'll just say it refers to any of my other nemesis. They're my new Bane. We're gonna be their Bane. Great. It's not the best wordplay, but Season it's two of Bane's Bane. Bane. We go after the Goblin King. <laughs> exactly. You guys are on board. Uh, so this would be a show where we would come in and we would pitch ideas for eliminating people like, oh, I don't know, um, leaving a carefully placed banana peel and uh, Bane slips and goes over the side of the oil rig. <laughs> this is something you've pitched before. <laughs> Have I? To get rid of Goblin King. Listen, yeah. it's a really good, really, really good idea. I feel like... It doesn't have to be a banana peel. It could be like an oil slick. Yeah, can I can I give a pitch to get rid of Bane? Absolutely. I feel like we need to harness the greatest natural resource that Podcasters Podcast Line has, which is too many goddamn seagulls. So many seagulls. Huh. We lure Bane here. Yeah. We cover him in like maple syrup and french fries and just watch the seagulls wow. tear him apart. You know, all we really have to do 
is lure him into the poppy seed silo. There you go. The seed silo. You know the seed silo, right? Yeah, I'm I'm aware. I'm familiar. I know you don't go in there often. It's no, really well, more my it's thing. fucking full of sequels. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's I listen, I I set up the seed silo. Eric's giving me a look like you tell them. All right. Like, <laughs> I set up the seed silo because I thought if we could just lure all the gulls into one place, it would be, they'd be happy. And it turns out that if you feed birds, they just make more birds. <laughs> So you just have a silo that's full of a tornado of seagulls, essentially? Well, like, they come and go, like, I fill it up from the bottom, which is <laughs> real tough in a silo. Yeah. I have to basically, like, spoon it in one bit at a time. Like, there's a little hole in the side, and I put my hand over it. Like, I pull out the plug, and I put my hand over it before any seeds can spill out, and then I just have to, like, kind of, like, spoon feed it in from there. Is this there. why you miss so many episodes? I'm a very busy man. <laughs> I make a lot of problems for myself. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so if you go in from the top, which is where I would like to say, Bane, why don't you go feed the seed? Why don't you go put a little of this bag of seed into that thing? And I would tell him you have to get into it. Mm. But that there's a ladder on the inside? Mm. There's no ladder. No, we just... There's no ladder. Just shove them in. You got it. Maybe put a banana peel at the top of the silo. <laughs> he slips, falls in there. Yeah, double the plan. <laughs> um, I think that... Uh, I feel like... Every episode would be one nemesis. Like we can't get through a whole, we can't go through a whole season with with this. Uh, you know what? You're pro- you're probably right. Yeah. Um, unless, how could we extend it? Uh, by carrying out these plans. Like I don't think that Bane's season would be finished until he was dead. Yeah. So maybe we would set up a mic in this silo filled with seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Great place for a microphone. Perfect place for a microphone, <laughs> and we could get like a little. You know, what we could call it like a final interview. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we'll do one last interview with these people before Tristan can have a chance to apologize to me (laughs) from however we figure out to get rid of him. I I was thinking a banana peel. Yeah, I feel like we can set this up like almost like a a journalism style show where it's like, first we investigate what Bane's weaknesses are. We go over his atrocities towards peers. Nice. We, you know, we... So there's a build up and then we slowly make the plan and then the final two episodes are us enacting the plan, the plan and then finally the before death interview. final interview. Which is hopefully won't give them a chance to escape, but there's no way to tell. Yeah. Right. These situations. And so like yeah, okay, like each season would be like five episodes. Yeah. Okay. That's that seems better. I feel I yeah. feel like some would be longer. Like the Goblin King one, we'd have to do a big investigation of the Goblin Caverns and like oh. how to draw him out when we want him to come out. And like probably have to like figure out how to deal with Doug so he can't assist him. Oh, Doug and that Goblin King, there's just they're so buddy buddy. I don't know what he sees in him. It's really well. I mean, bizarre. the Goblin King like just treats Doug horribly, and Doug has to take it because of I think some age old curse or something. Oh, is it one of those things like Doug told him his real name, and now he has power over? I think so. Uh, Douglas Doug's real name is Douglas. Yeah. Incidentally, <laughs> if anyone <laughs> wishes to summon him. Um, and then I guess the final season could be Jay Wild Crocodillington. We could go back in time to the time when he's alive and buddy, stop him before he could ruin our lives. Buddy, I got to tell you, I spent some time over on oil rig number 10. Yeah. Okay. I remember. J. Wild Crocodillington's abandoned oil rig manor house. Yes. Yes. Place is haunted as hell. Pretty sure he's still in there somewhere. If we, I feel like if we just went around that place, like opening grandfather clocks and pulling books on bookshelves and things, we'd probably uh, uncover some kind of hidden, hidden recording room. Could be good, you know, it could be a good uh, good season. And even if it turns out that the ghost is 
what, what was his name again? J. J. Wild Crocodilington. J. Wild Crocodilington. Well, then the season is about exercising his ghost. That's getting it out of there. So you guys can finally use the manor house like civilized rulers. I gotta say, I kind of like having a haunted house, though. Like, just a re- like in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, you look out across the ocean, you're like, oh, nobody goes there. Yeah. That's the old Crocodillington manor. <laughs> does add a certain uh, atmosphere. Right? Doesn't it? Uh, I'm a, I'm, I don't really... That's why it's a finale. Yeah. You got this. Mm-hmm. You got this. Hey there, lovely listeners. I'm Talia Murdoch, and I'm here to tell you about my show, Everything Economics. Every week, I talk about the world around you, specific social and economic issues, and dive into how fantasy realms would work in real life. That's Everything Economics on the Cave Goblin Network. Um, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I have a podcast to pitch to you. I admit it's a very self-serving podcast. Uh, Please, yes. Yes. Um, This would be a podcast about bachelor parties. I was was thinking about... um, uh, about marriage stuff we were talking earlier about like and like hanging out with your bros and i was like wow what's the best intersection of hanging out with your bros and marriage stuff pal it's the bachelor party <laughs> um okay and i was thinking about uh jeremy the witch boy's bachelor party which he uh you know i i attended obviously yeah and like at one point um not during the party, but, like, during the lead-up where we were, like, planning, like, when I would arrive. Because he lives in, Victor- in Victoria, not in Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, and all the stuff. At one point, just messaged me out of the blue and said, By the way, I don't want any strippers there if you were thinking of ordering some strippers. Right. Um, And I don't know what energy I put off that I would be ordering strippers at a bachelor party. But I, I guess the, like... I don't think it's you. I yeah. Think it's just, like, the common presumption. My my initial thing was like, how dare you, sir? I'm not gonna. I I know you well enough that I'm not gonna get strippers yeah. to your home. Um, we're probably gonna be playing some video games and maybe eating pizza. Uh, but I want to do a podcast where we investigate the history of like why it is that you want to do certain things at a at a bachelor party, like right. why certain traditions um, persist. Uh, we talk about different styles of bachelor parties that we could do instead of like traditional ones and then we would end it with like a bachelor party the three of us could just have a like a mock bachelor party is the show just called bachelor party uh like the tom hanks movie yeah there's probably a better title there okay fair enough um i guess just bachelor party hey no if we can think of a better one by all means i am i am only doing this as a reference to a b movie from the 80s i liked (laughs) i think i saw that movie yeah um, there's a donkey that dies in an elevator. They give it too I much coke. It. <laughs> yeah, I think I may have seen that movie. I yeah. remember my uh, uh, my babysitters at the time just like they just loved to show us uh, movies that weren't appropriate for kids. Oh, nice. Um, and they weren't even like into the movies. I think that they like were more taken with the idea of like showing children these oh, that's movies. Fucking, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> that's a weird thing for a babysitter to do. Um, I will say, though, that the movie Bachelor Party is exactly what you're talking. Have you seen this movie? Do you know I what I'm talking not. about? Okay. Um, I would remember a movie where a donkey died of doing too much coke. Yeah. It's got some bits in it. It's got some bits in it. I'm not judging it, but it is, like, very much, it's this guy's last night, and there's it's, like, a lot of, uh, so, like, they, they have this huge penthouse party, and it's kind of like, oh, the guy who wants to marry his fiance is, like, trying to break it up. You know, that kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's basically like a, like a dorm or, like, a college frat. Maybe, nah. right like it's like the it's like the hangover but like 
Yes. You have the same sort of group as The Hangover, right? Like, there's the... the, the is The Hangover movie, I mean. You got the like, normal kind of everyman. You got you got the likable guy. Yeah. You got the guy who's kind of an asshole, but you gotta love him. Yeah. Then you got, like, the weirdo. And then there's the guy who's, like, trying to... Like, the, the happily married guy who's, like, trying to keep it... Like, guys, let's not get it too out of control here. <laughs> Just um, a milk for me, thank you. <laughs> Someone's yeah. gonna watch over you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then they end up going the craziest of all by the end. Um, yeah, exactly. It's one of those and it has, you know, tons of strippers and they get a donkey up for a donkey show and there's coke everywhere. Uh none of which I assume Jeremy wanted at his wedding. No, his, there was no party. there were no animals. Uh no, I think his uh I think his wife took the cats uh to to uh her mother's place. I'm taking so the be... children out. I don't want them around your debauchery. <laughs> what was your What was your bachelor party like, man? Um, As the only married guy in the room. Yeah, uh, me and a bunch of my friends went to Calabash and got dinner. Yeah. Uh, then when we went and did a mystery room, which was like, in like the setting was inside of somebody's mind or dreams or something like that, and trying okay, to escape. I've done that one. Yeah. Um, and then we went to uh, EXP and got drinks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Mm, yeah, it was pretty straightforward. Right? Okay. I've only been to... I also got the the perfect amount of drunk. As someone who doesn't drink a lot and, like, hasn't really drank a lot for a while, like, I, my biggest worry going in was that I would either drink too much or would, like, be the, mo- the more sober person there and then not be having fun because of that. Right. But, like, I... I managed to get that kind of like almost that nirvana of drunkness where like uh, you're just drunk enough to be having a good time, but not so drunk that you think you're going to be sick. What That's did you, so rare. Did you keep track of what what drinks you had? Like how many you no. had? No. <laughs> really? Damn, you'll never get that drunk again. Well, I, you'll I, always I don't, overshoot or undershoot. I don't plan to get drunk you're not gonna ever again. Even. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I've got a bad liver and like I, when I get too drunk, I am not a nice person. Oh man. So I'm in the same boat. So I just, I just try and stay away from that. I do the same thing. I'd like the two, two drinks and I'm like, all right, if I have more than this, I'm going to stop being nice. I'm going to stop being fun at least. The other thing is now, since I rarely ever drink, that when I do drink, I start to feel gross right away. Oh really? Yeah. My body's just not used to it. And like alcohol is... An it's actual poison. poison. Yeah, it's not good yeah. for you. So, like, if you're not used to imbibing Unle- it, unless, like, it unless you more. Alcohol's not bad for you if you're, like, cleaning a wound. Yeah. It's important. Great. Good ad. <laughs> important to note. Important I just to want note. you to disparage the good name of rubbing alcohol. I like this. Okay. On the podcast yeah. idea. I like this idea. I like the idea of getting away. Like, I like the idea of, like, it's basically like a wedding planning show for dudes. Yeah. Like, not so much about the wedding. Like, it could maybe talk about that, but just, like, this one particular event that has, like, a very specific stereotype of it built up in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. you think, oh, we're having a bachelor party. Oh, great. Strippers and blow and people getting drunk and, and waking up. S- and, and cigars. Like, I don't even yeah. smoke. Right. We're going to be smoking cigars. But whiskey like, whiskey it's and so, tumblers. It's so, like, in in ingrained. Ingrained, yes. Thank you. Ingrained in the culture that, like, my friend was scared that i that i who's i'm not a stripper's guy either like right and he's not a stripper's guy and we both know that about each other but he was afraid that because it was a bachelor party yeah specifically that kind of party that they would just happen you know what when i was the best man at my buddy's wedding yeah um for before we went to his bachelor party 
I was like, I've known this guy my whole life. There's no way he wants strippers. And frankly, there's no way I'm going to pay for a stripper because that's <laughs> such a waste of money. Um, but then I was like, ah, but if he wants one, I should I should at least check. So I'm like, hey, do you want like a stripper or anything at your party? And he's like, no, no sex workers of any kind, please. Like like he said, no dancers, no like because other people will try to bring stuff like that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. as well. Like not like no. He said no dancers, no sex workers, like none of that stuff. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, people do that, too, sometimes. That's bizarre. Yeah. Like. Yeah, the one thing, like, because I talked with my my friend Ange, who was my best man. Yeah. As the, the term she chose for, to use was best man. Right I was on. like, do you want another one? She's like, no, best man. Um, Like, I, I talked to her about it, and I was like, I don't want strippers. I would be okay going to, like, a burlesque show or something like that, where it's also, like, fun. Sure. <laughs> but like I'm not into to strippers and stuff like that. It's not not for me. I guess like I can't really judge because yeah. I've never actually been to a strip club. I have. I assume but... it's really really depress it, it seems depressing from the outside. What was your take on that? Um it, you know, it just wasn't for me. I was largely just uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. So fair enough. Yeah. So I had to uh, walk through a strip club to get to a Pixies concert. Um, cause I was seeing them in Las Vegas. So oh, yeah, it was oh, the hard rock, hard rock casino. Yeah. And then like, there was just like strippers all over and pole dancers all over like the casino floor. And I had to walk through it to get to the, to the concert. What'd you think? I was, I was very focused on, on getting to the, I'm, I'm being three hours early for the Pixie show. So <laughs> oh my God. I was not, Fair I was enough. like, oh, I can't be distracted right now. I see. I think that would be like the one place. Where I'd be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta check this out. Like, there's probably like an incredible stage, and it's like a huge show or something. Because I mean, like, it's like mm. with burlesque. When you see like really top tier burlesque shows, you're like, oh, wow, God. that person's incredible. What a performance. Yeah, and and I feel like it'd be the same for yeah. like I when f- you see strippers do like, like when you see people do like pole dancing exercises online, and yeah. they're doing like the walking sideways tricks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if I don't want it's them to strip. I just want to see those like cool That's tricks. Be CGI. These, I don't believe it's these incredible feats enough. of strength and acrobatics. Yeah, um, but I guess I could just go to Cirque. That's true. Well, I mean, I think it's probably uh, far more expensive yeah. to go to Cirque. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Than to go to a strip club. I not if, if you're, you're actually spending the money the way you're expected to. Yeah, if you're buying drinks and like tipping, which which also if you're going to a strip club, yes, you should be tipping. Yeah, the dancers. That's why you're there. Don't yeah. be a don't be a dick. Yeah. How? But I feel like a, a isn't Cirque du Soleil like super expensive? Like super it's like a hundred and some odd dollars for a ticket. Yeah, you would spend more than that in a night at a strip club. Yeah. All right. You'd probably there. spend more than that in drinks, honestly, if yeah. you're like drinking. Holy cow. Drinks are too expensive. Anyway, I I, I really like the idea of the show. I feel like we're using it to kind of like, kind of deconstruct some toxic masculinity here. Yeah. And I think I think that's a a, a worthy idea for a show, really. Not mm-hmm. and not to, to, just to say like not to say there's anything wrong with somebody getting a stripper at their party. They're just no. they're entertainers like anyone else. If that's your thing, great. Yeah. It's just it's annoying to be like, all right, I got to plan a bachelor party, and you're like, I got to go get an inflatable doll to throw around and be like, hey, look who it is. You, yeah. you know, like those. We had somebody at at my buddy's bachelor party bring in a an inflatable sex doll sheep. You know what sex I mean? Doll sheep. Like it's a novelty gag thing, but yeah. it's like an an inflatable sex doll, but it's in the form of a sheep with like eyelashes and lipstick on it. And it's kind of it's like funny for That's a second, weird. and then you're like, why do we? Well, it's still here. <laughs> can we get rid of it? Can we can we deflate this? No, it's the mascot for the evening now. And then you're like stuck with this weird sex sheep. Yeah. 
But that's kind of where I'm, I'm getting to with the toxic masculinity thing is I yeah. feel like with bachelor parties, there is such an expectation, like we were talking about earlier, like there's an expectation and a fear for some people going in that like, oh, like I'm maybe like super uncomfortable being at a strip club, but you know, my friends who are planning it because a lot of time you give up control of the bachelor party yeah. um, are going to do these things because they think it's what you're supposed to do and that it's just... Yeah. what you do in quotes and i feel like talking about that and like deconstructing that a bit is generally helpful yeah and then also we can talk about like fun ideas true yeah i i it would be cool to like pitch like here's a theme for a mm-hmm. bachelor party each time like okay here's like an idea a prom for some... theme yeah basically like um bachelor party under the stars <laughs> under the sea uh that's number two i kind of did an under the stars one actually oh yeah one of my friends got married years ago and we did end up going to a strip club which was Eh, whatever um but what we did after that because he was kind of like an outdoorsy like kind of like mountain manny kind of guy so us uh kind of like we had, he has like two groups of friends where he did at the time and so like us and his other group we like we show up and they're like okay yeah so we're gonna drive halfway up to whistler we're gonna just go up a mountain we're gonna start find a clearing start a huge bonfire and nice. we're gonna and like go and find like pull over some trees and find a bunch of brush and just keep building it all night and drinking and like playing beer pong that's what we did and that was that's that was perfect a lot of fun back when i was actually used to drinking a lot right see that's like a fun i don't know that's like a fun bonding experience yeah i feel like you would get more out of that than being at the club i hang out with almost zero of those people now ah uh, it's too it's bad you yeah. should have a, oh. a 10-year reunion uh, bachelor party no nah, hard pass <laughs> okay you, you'll like this so my buddy who i was best man for is like a big food guy he's a brewer he's a butcher he's like very into like smoking meat make growing his own vegetables yeah. that kind of stuff and so one of the activities because we stayed at a cabin for the weekend that he wanted to do was he bought a whole goat and he wanted to cook it hawaiian style so we built a huge bonfire yeah. and then buried it in the coals overnight yeah unfortunately it started raining horrifically like hard Oh no! so it's supposed to like cook in these hot coals for 12 hours you know feed it a little but that's on like a nice dry night yeah and so unfortunately the rain fucked up the temperature so much that we went back and dug it up the next day it was, it was just like a half cooked rotted goat oh no that's disgusting yeah but now we have to do it again <laughs> we're not giving up we're gonna tr- do this right this time and, um, and that, you will eat the whole goat because oh, neither of us eat meat. <laughs> I know it's so good. I, that doesn't sound like a fun thing to do. Like to go. Did, did, I guess he didn't have to kill the goat. No, he did not have to kill the goat. Still, like, would you prefer if we had? No, no, no. Like to go, like take a like a goat corpse and like bury it. Yeah, and then like dig it up the next day. It doesn't sound very fun to me. Ah. It's, it's just a no, cool way it's of honestly stuff. a thing if i still eat, eat meat i would be into i like stuff like that and yeah. a lot of the times too those kind of cookouts you use all of the goat yeah exactly <laughs> which is like a big thing i do believe in is like if you are going to kill an animal for you better use all yeah, of it use i'm all with of it. you on that one yeah throwing away meat is like the worst thing in the world it's i think throwing away carrots is fine yeah <laughs> the, yeah those those are they're they just fertilizer they now. don't mind um, the, I think the, the worst part about this party that you're talking about yeah. is, uh, the amount of uh, exercise that you have to get, like digging, uh, digging a hole yeah, and then like building a fire, building a fire exercise, digging the goat up the next day out of the coals, 
which, you know, you can't just, like, sweep them away. You do have to get a shovel, right, to, like, dig the coals out. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. not as hard as digging a hole in the ground, but it's still... It's still I consider hot. that You don't yeah. want to be doing it with your hands. I consider that exercise still. Okay, well, it's... Okay. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Most of the activities planned for that weekend would constitute exercise to you. We were shooting clays. God, that's exercise. Yeah. No. And that's not even much, except for the guy throwing the clays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just one guy the whole time. We we flipped a coin. <laughs> <laughs> we flipped a coin. Is it this one guy or are we going to switch around? No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was predetermined. Um, so I think that's uh, three podcast pitch today. I think I'm going to be voting for mine, even though it's not the best idea. I think that it's, uh, I have it close to my heart because I'm the one who pitched it. Yeah. So. I actually do think it's a really good idea. Like, I do, I do genuinely like this bachelor party idea. Yeah. Like, I'll say mm-hmm. that. Like, I would listen to this show, especially if, not rather than just deconstructing, like, you were laughing about my prom ideas. Yeah. But then guys can, like, be like, oh, okay, like, you can talk about, like, a cool original bachelor party you did. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a big deal. Like, we could talk about, like, a nice, like, you guys had, like, really chill bachelor parties, like, friends, activities that you specifically like. But, like, people could, like, we could pitch like an adventure idea, like a road trip together to a particular place and talk about places to go hit up while you're there, like sites to see, things like that. Or even, yes, if you wanted to do a theme, like a Disney princess bachelor party. Yeah, I don't I mean would to... do that. That sounds like it would be fun. Yeah. I don't I mean to so. belittle the prom theme idea. No, I get it. I just, I think this idea has legs that way. Like yeah. you could do an infinite number of episodes. But I got to vote for Jesse's. Wow. Oh, really? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, your idea was I do great. think it was the, obviously like by far the best podcast yeah. pitched. The the idea that wasn't like off the top of uh off of someone's head. Yeah. I think that I think that that would be like a really fun conversation starter. That's just a fun like conversation starter in person. Yeah. Which is surprising cuz I'm going to have to vote for yours because what? I really want to defeat the Goblin King. <laughs> We don't, you don't, we can still defeat him. Like, we can talk off air. We should actually really be talking off air. Yeah, we should be listening to every episode. But we can, we can get rid of him. Don't worry, baby. We're going to kill him one way or the other. Mm. Excellent. Why are you saying, hmm, you've killed so many people? It's different. You know, I killed him for the blood. Well, but you could kill him and use his blood. It'd probably be really powerful for your magic. Now he's interested. (laughs) Now, this is how you get him to be interested in doing something good. Here's what you get out of it, Eric. A big pot of blood. Well, thanks for listening to Podcast vs. Podcast. Um, Tune in next week. I guess we're not going to do any of these shows, so we'll just do another episode of Podcast vs. Podcast. Uh, if you want to hear more of Jesse, um, oh, I want to hear more of Jesse. Where do we he, find well, you? He's got his own podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can hear me with Sean Higgin on DMs of Vancouver. We interview DMs and GMs and storytellers, whatever title you use for whatever game about running tabletop games. Um, and you can also find me on DMs Test Kitchen Chef Night, Chef's Night, uh, most of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick question: What's your Twitter handle? Oh, that's uh, my Twitter handle. It's really easy. It's at Jesse Boros. Wow. B-O-R-O-S. Yes. And Jesse spelled with a Y. Not an I-E. The cool way. Yeah. J-E-S-S-Y. B-O-R-S. B-O-R-O-S. <laughs> oh, no. It happens. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.
This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.